Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the brand new Michelob Ultra Studios. It's our Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Stroh, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson. Doug, uh, let's take a look at the YouTube. How are things looking? I don't know. It was kind of difficult yesterday, but hopefully we got some of the bugs ironed out. I'm told that the cameras, Plowhawk, were moved. Yeah, um, at least mine was. I don't, I don't see, Iggy, do you see it up, Doug? It do doesn't look it? like it's working. It's not working. <laughs> Oh, 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 gosh. Oh, I'm sure. Do you have it up Jackson, over there, Jackson, do you have, do you oh, see it? Works, it works on Plowsy. It's just a button. Plowsy just fixed it. You forgot to hit the button. Turn yeah. on the damn cameras. Oh. God, it was but five they seconds. from the Hunchback oh. of Von Castle. But yes, I think they fixed. My camera went from the top of my computer to now uh, its own separate arm. Right? Iggy, oh. it, learn is in focus now. Iggy is not. Plowhawk is still, Doug, what we call yeah. in the television industry, yeah. the lower third. Uh, well, I, I am in the left, so I guess I could move my... Yeah, I would have to move, move to get into focus here. I don't, should that matter where way. the boxes are? Well, Doug, you know. are perfectly centered. You I look am. like you're doing a live shot. Okay. Live, am I orange set. still? I was orange uh, yesterday. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a glow, kind of like when Patrick Swayze was saying goodbye to Demi Moore right at the end of Ghost. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, that kind of looks like you're about to uh, head off into uh, another another land. No. <laughs> As long as you can see Learn, I don't care. It's fine. Oh. Yeah, she's she's there. Yeah, not the trench coat though. You didn't. Yeah, you the took trench the trench coat, coat off the, the door. Oh, I put it on my chair. We could easily hang something there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that certainly is a hook that needs to be used, whether it be for d- decoration. Well, or I have something. my trench coat. I just put it on my chair today instead of the hook. Okay. Well, maybe Learn needs to go on that hook. Just I don't know if you can get to put, put a, a hole at the top of the Learn hole. thing and then just put it right I up there. I around. can't poke a hole in that. Right at the top. Well, she's fine where she is. Well, she keeps falling over. No, she doesn't. I, she fell over just a moment ago. Well, there's a trash can there. Uh, Brian Henshin is the show's ombudsman, Doug. He also covers the Colts <laughs> in Indianapolis. And he says, Cannon plows angles. Not great. Mm. Also, it took a whopping two minutes for King Creep to drop a learn reference. New record, Brian mm. Henshin. I can't imagine that. Well, I'm afraid record. to touch these. I don't know if I could push this down or angle it down. Oh, I don't know. I think you can it's, move it. It's way too expensive for me to just to take my hand and just I don't know that it move is. Move it. Please so. fix the YouTube stream. That's from right. Sally Land. Come on, she, get the YouTube stream fixed. It's on. It's on, bro. It's on, bro. <laughs> so that was quick. They fixed it. I think this is the max. Now height. his chair's not going up. Well, no, this it's on the max height. Are you okay, Plowsy? We were trying to do it in terms of for the camera. Okay. To raise my chair. And you're afraid just to tilt that little camera down slightly? I'm, I'm, that little camera's like $3,000. Yeah, dude. Well, you, you can still tilt it. Uh, nah, I'm, I'll just sit up more straight. Did they do anything in here yesterday? Because it doesn't sound as tinny. At least Plowsy sounds a little more uh, rich. Oh, I like that rich. I think it was just what Jackson said with the mic levels for sure at the first segment were hot huh. yesterday. They lowered all the cameras, too. We're really beginning to settle in. I'm starting to bring some knickknacks in. I brought a Dotem Championship trophy in, a little plowsy microphone ornament. 
Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I didn't, I'll start yeah. bringing little things in here for the table. Oh, yeah, let's get a lot of junk up in here. Yeah, that'd be great. That'll do something with the acoustics. You think so? I don't know. Having trinkets would. will yeah. help the acoustics? Your voice will bounce off the cup and come I back. I think so. You can put a little shelf right here. Put some bobblehead knickknacks right well, sure we could. in the center. Doug is still orange. That's from the three on four. I think oh. it's... <laughs> Look at this screenshot. Oh, Jackson, come on. I was wondering what Jackson would do. It might become the fan page banner picture. Now, <laughs> now it's that light right there that is shining direct. Like, these That's two are really wow, directly at Doug. Very bright. I would like some red lights in here, maybe. Well, should we tinker with the lights to see if maybe turning one of them off? I don't know if there's a dimmer. There is a dimmer. Well, let's try it. The YouTube feed is full of problems, but Tim still manages to look hot. That's from Uncle okay. Tucker. On, Tim, Tucker. breastfeed Doug to help his jaundice. Hold on, I got an idea. YouTube stream works fine. I absolutely love that we troubleshoot on the air. That's from Susie Cream Cheese. Yeah. Is Susie Cream Cheese on the show? I don't know. Uh, Tim, I got to say, usually you're perfect, but loading up on Kevin now was a questionable move this week, especially when the chorus will play long. Well, Doug, I'm sure it was a questionable move when I picked Sam Burns to win the WGC match play, but the way you win in these things is you fire bombs and look at Kevin Na's recent history at Augusta National. So if you would like to lick, you can get a taste. Oh. You can also text in at 314-881-TMA5, 314-881-TMA5. You can call in 636-9004-TMA. And, of course, email in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email by the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Jackson, what are you? what is it that you're working on now? Oh, is that one of the cameras? Yeah. Wow, Dude, that's a tiny camera. That looks Bill. amazing now. Damn, Jay. Nice. Yeah, I like Look at that guy. Damn, Jay, nice. That was just that by so like, I'm, just I'm in the center bit. now. Doug is still wonderfully placed. Ugh. There's a light coming in. Iggy Iggy's getting... low. Yeah. Owlhawk is low. That's but, how I would analyze it. I like that you can see the morning at like i don't know if you yeah i, I like my angle right now it's not do terrible. you like it but you can't see my computer but i'm fine with that oh, there's too much headroom there's way too much headroom i've always been a slumper all right yeah my mom used to tell me all the time put your shoulders back quit slumping over okay and then she was right because now I, when i walk i just kind of like slump instead of my shoulders back i'm up like this it's because you're so often crestfallen no i didn't get crestfallen until i started this show oh when did that start when was the first crest? <laughs> when was the first crest? <laughs> Is there an origin story? We'll have to go that? back and find it. You just got beaten down. Was it Doug? Was it Tim? Said crestfallen. Take it anymore. Doug definitely I think said Doug it. Doug said crestfallen yeah. first. Oh. Yeah, I've never been crestfallen. So, yeah. We've He's seen never... it with our own eyes. No, you just, you just see me just get, get tired of a few things, but not crestfallen. Oh. Well, it's wonderful, uh, Doug. Uh, it's a show we were at the Blues game last night with some of our advertisers and the TMA uh, 101 ESPN sales staff, and mm -hmm. we saw Jim Dandy as the Blues defeat mm -hmm. Vladimir Tarasenko and the New York Rangers. You call them the Blue Shirts. If we had stayed to the end, that would have been something to see. <laughs> what was the final? one nothing. Yep. No, they well, won two in overtime. 2-1? 3-2. Right. Oh. Did it go into overtime? Yes, the Blues won in overtime. Oh, I haven't told Tommy. It's probably going to go into overtime. How about that, Doug? So you predicted it all. That's a sick call, dude. Oh, I said, yeah. I said, you know it's going to go into overtime now. And it did. I wasn't around for that. But. Oh, well. It was a fun night. It was. Good to see some of the sponsors were out mm -hmm. and our sales staff. And, and it had Shake Shack in the oh, uh, man. suite. Bill, yeah, that didn't last Bill long. Shake Shack. When that box came up, that was empty quick. Iggy, it's hard for you to go. To, hard for you to go to these games and not have to pose for pictures and do really? a lot of signing. And... I, I thought I was safe. I did it once. I went between two suites to say hello to the different sponsors, and on my yeah. way back, somebody stopped me. Oh, I don't doubt that. Glory, glory! <laughs> I didn't see Holly in there. No, I saw Jamie Rivers came in in between periods and hung out for a bit. He did. Bernie Federico was trying to get chocolate chip cookies, which you didn't have. You Bernie think Federico was in the suite? No, he was poking beginning. his head out before the game asking for chocolate chip cookies. You think you need security when you go up there? No, it's fine. I'll, I'll take pictures, but I just didn't expect it because it's a suite level. Yeah. And, I like uh, cookies. And between 201 and 205, there's like steps to go downstairs, and I was going by, and somebody said, Iggy, Iggy. And I looked down, and he goes, big fan, can I get a picture? Sure. So I did, but yeah, he's can't go anywhere. Big fan. Yeah. Well, it's very generous of you. To that is nice. Your time like that. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> you guys can change the color temperature of Doug's camera if you're interested. That's from Matt Marshanowski, oh. photographer. 
Yeah. Probably I mean, that could. thing is, you look oompa loompa I, 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 today, I, I, dude. It's I feel like I'm on fire over here. <laughs> Give me one moment. I'll try it. Jackson, you know how to change color? No, but. Temperature? No, it's like a but. Sun lamp. F it. I'll try yeah, it. It's that light yeah. right there. Maybe we could stand on the desk here and undo Ooh, the bowl. Ooh, who wants to get on? I'm the lightest dances. one. I'm willing to do it. What are you at, a buck 30? Yeah, I didn't know what that. This, I mean, oh, this equipment right here. Yeah, but I don't know if I. Yeah, but it didn't work either. How do I look now? Almost more orange. Oh. Okay. The other one, our other studio had a dimmer where you could actually dim it. This one's just off well, and on. Well, sure it did. That'd probably just be a matter Glory of switching those out. Uh, <laughs> it's the Munganast, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. Seven o'clock hour, and uh, it was great to see Peter Munganast at the game last night with his lovely girlfriend. Uh, Munganast is online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. There's a lot of Munganasts out there, the ones that you want to support if you want to support the sponsors stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com that's Munganass sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour with a secret phone number of 314-252-0029 you can call or text anytime you want that's for our listeners with questions comments requests even if you didn't get your car from Munganass get it serviced at Munganass stlouisacura.com altontoyota.com also the sponsor of the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown and Doug we're through one round yeah. at Augusta very questionable as to whether or not we will get through two rounds today or even tomorrow with the forecast uh, Iggy uh, who is winning the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown uh, I don't know I know I would guess I am. Doug's got two guys that are a total of eight over par. Oh, no, no. Um, Alex Norn. Alex Norn and um, I don't know who else you got over par. Uh, Bryson. Yeah, Bryson. He's already out on the golf course, and he has bogeyed. He has oh, bogeyed. Doug. Um, I got my team's. I got one guy. Corey Connors is one over par, and that's because he double bogeyed fifteen after going to that hole two under par. Idiot. You figure <laughs> he's going to leave fifteen at three under. He left at even and then bogeyed again. Uh, but I got Jay Day. He's up there. Um, I've got. I don't care who I have. I don't know. I mean, I have the roster. Yeah, go ahead. Cause I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> Fascinating segment. I'm just guessing. I don't have it up. Uh, Iggs, you have Xander, Finau, and Jay Day. Those you got to be thrilled three. with those plays. Yeah, those three. And even uh, Fleetwood, I think, got Keep it back to even. Tony Finau. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think that Corey will have a good day today. Do you? Yeah, he's going out in the morning, so we'll get that fresh. Uh, Fresh greens, and yeah, fresh the zo- the greens. no wind, so that would be a bit early. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably about, I would say, probably 50, 60 in front of Doug. Yeah, that's accurate. Doug has uh, Adam Scott and Matthew Fitzpatrick, who are both four under and two under, respectively. Hideki and Rory, who are even and under par. But unfortunately, you have Bryson DeChambeau, Doug, who is three over. Uh, he's He's... Just started his first hole, he bogeyed. So three over. Well, I blindly picked these fellas. And then Norin, of course, who is six over. Um, so I guess you would want that Norin pick back, Doug. I don't know what you were thinking. No, I wasn't wow. thinking what, what anything. Were you, what were you doing? I turned my head and just pulled out of a box. I just did it for the children. Tim, I'm guessing the cut's going to be probably two. Now that we kind of sit close to each other. Uh, you get to see what I'm looking at. I'm Scott Piercy at 50 to I one. I think Scott Piercy is the guy who's going to win the Masters. Uh, plus one is 33.9 percent. Plus two is 37 percent. Plus three is 14.5 percent. That's from Data Golf, which is doing its own uh, strokes gain since Augusta does not yeah. do strokes so, yeah, gain. And the ball striking clinic we saw yesterday from Brooks Kepka and then John Rahm. How do you do? But Doug, as we talked about it before the show, Cam Young's distance in his carry. That's something to keep an eye on if you're looking for a relative long shot. Relative. I'm not saying he's a long shot, like uh, Scott Piercy, as Francesa said, uh, but a relative long shot when you see names like uh, Rahm and Hovland and Kepka at the top of the leaderboard, along with Jason Day, who's playing very well. But Cameron Young's at five under. He's only two back, and I just bet him. I think he might be plus 2,000. Ooh, that'd be, that's a good play. That's uh, a plus eighteen hundred. That's a value play. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of surprised yesterday. Unless I was just missing something, but I watched. I mean, I watched all day. I watched ESPN Plus when I got home, and they had the featured group, uh, which was Tiger. And then when um, it came on regular ESPN, but it just seems like to me they they hardly ever showed Scotty Scheffler shot. The guy they shot four under. It was all over the Masters app. Really? Yeah. I yeah. just I watched on TV. 
And maybe it's because of his pairing head, Bennett, who's an amateur who played great. Man, Homa, played they had Homa good. mic'd up. I thought it was great what they did with the production of interviewing Rory on nine and Homa on, I yeah. think it was 14. Even followed him when he was not being interviewed, his interaction with his caddy, and then his putt. Um, I love that production. They have him wear AirPods and do an interview with the uh, with the crew. It's really good. Yeah, they started that. doing that, uh, I guess, three or four weeks ago. Uh, I think the first one was at Pebble with Keith Mitchell, and then he wound up winning. Or I don't know. He I don't know. He wound up top tening or something. Either way, uh, do you guys think Kepka uh, wears underwear on the course, or does he go commando and let that dong hang? Uh, that's from Eric in the Central West End. Plowhawk, you kind of cover dongs on the PGA Tour for us. Uh, what do you think? I mean, if it's any kind of zipper on the pant. Now I don't know if you can wear you know the dress up joggers. You know. But I, I would say you got to have some undertrow of some kind, right, Doug? Undertrow. You got to have a layer sure. between any zipper or buttons. Oh yes. I mean, it's especially just, zippers. Yeah, chafing, all oh. that sort of thing. Oh. He's big into wearing thongs. He ate. What? I've he seen. Is. I've seen quite a few pictures of him and Jenna together, and he's always got a thong on. Oh. He's kind of European, but he's what not European. Of, what kind of gentleman would wear a thong? Well, he used oh. to. It's very common now. It is not. It uh, is not common. Did you see how much money they're making on merchandise? Did you see that from Golf Magazine? Million dollars an hour or something like that? 70 million this week, 10 million a day, a million an hour, 16,000 a minute, $277 every second. You're talking the masters? The like masters it? on their merchandise. Sales. Wow. That's not bad. You think this is just a guess on your part? Do you think uh, a lot of those members like take for granted that they're at Augusta? Like, do you ever, if I was in the if I was in the press conference with Fred Ridley, I'm sorry, Chairman Ridley. Thank you. Good Lord, that was really disrespectful. I would have. Asked, here's a question I would ask him: Do you ever just like leave your office and just like go out and walk around the grounds and go to the Eisenhower Pond and just kind of sit there and relax and look at the beauty of this place, or do you just like, nah? Yeah, I'd like to know if those guys take it for granted that you know we're on one of the most beautiful properties in the world and be just. Kind of just don't even care. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing a shot from the golf, uh, golf channel live from the Masters, and in the background there's like a, a cottage with a couple of lawn chairs sitting out there. There's never anybody out there. I would just go sit out there and just relax and they look probably at, wouldn't let you look at the beauty. Have an ice tea and just relax. <laughs> but I'd I like to ask him that. Are sufficiently high enough in the air that they have total respect for where they are. Yeah, but I just wonder if they take it for granted that you know. They never leave their office. When does Ridley ever like get in a cart? I'm going to play nine holes today. Just go jump in a cart and play Just nine. Just get some work in on 15? Yeah. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah, Memory can play whenever he wants. Brown crew would love that. <laughs> Chip around. Guys, that might be one of the worst questions that was ever asked on this show. That's from the bastard James Hahn. Mm. He is not in the Come field. Come on, Hahn. Well, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't asked. I was just, it, would have, it would have been asked if I was there. We need to give Jackson props. He fixed Doug's Oh, camera. is that right? What Let me check do? in on the YouTube. YouTube.com slash TMASTL. Oh, Ooh, that yeah. sex machine. Wow, what'd you do, Jackson? I hit some buttons. He hit some buttons and levers. Nice levers. Look at it. Mad Close. props. You still look orange now. I do. Like, <laughs> you still got that light directly on you, but in the camera, you actually look uh, very much so near okay. normal self. Uh, John S. Still... wants to discuss the Kepka caddy issue, and he's really active about it. I don't get the rule. I guess I just learned this. this I, I have to tell you, I was I was driving back from the Blues game last night. I was listening to uh, PGA Tour Radio, where Jennings used to work on uh, Sirius XM, Channel 92, for the record. And uh, they were discussing it. And, uh, and then I was watching uh, live from the Masters on the Golf Channel when I got home and popped my sleeping pills. Always inefficient uh, relative to how much alcohol I take, although I, or I took in, but I only had a... A beer and Doug, would you say a beer and a quarter? I don't know how much you had. I wasn't monitoring that. Uh, But anyway, uh, so my understanding—I didn't know that either. Because when I'm playing with people, even when I'm playing for money, I don't know if I'm playing like in a not like a fan page club championship, but like in a real competition, people will have interactions where you go, "Would you hit there?" Just BSing. So I honestly didn't know that rule. And with the caddy, like if kept us saying, "Hey, I hit a five iron." So it's a rule that. Because it's to protect the field, but I was watching uh, Paul McGinley on Golf Channel uh, with Randall Chambly, who's obsessed with Luke, and he was saying, it is absolutely a rule, and he goes, I'm not trying to say that the rules shouldn't be counted, uh, but uh, this is something that 
everybody, if their hand over their heart, would admit that they do, that the caddies do. Every caddy, they do it. And, and Doug, you might not be familiar with it on number 15. No. Uh, they, uh, Gary Woodland and Brooks Kepka were playing together, and I don't know whose caddy said to who, but either way, one of the caddies, I think it might have been Woodland's caddy to Kepka. I think Kepka's it's the other caddy. way around. Oh, okay. Kepka's caddy to Woodland's caddy. What did he hit there? And you can see him going five, five. What McGinley said, and what I was hearing on XM Radio uh, also, was usually there's little ways of doing it without saying it. Like, you know, the way to do it is to wipe the club off and then kind of do it at an angle so you can see it. Um, Because it is a rule, and they are aware of it, but it's just one of those things. I guess it's like scuffing the baseball in the postseason. It was a big deal to us as talk show hosts and fans in 2006 with Kenny Rogers and 2013 with John Lester. But the reason why the Cardinals didn't pursue it either year was because it was understood that everybody's using pine tar in particular in the postseason when it's cold and it's tough to grip the baseball, as it was in Detroit in October of 2006 and Boston in October of 2013. So that is why, while Kepka denied it in the post-round interview, and uh, and he was not penalized. It is a rule, and it's a two-stroke penalty. So Brooks Kepka would have gone from tied for the lead to down to five under and tied with uh, Cam Young and, and Jason Day. I don't care why it wasn't a penalty if that's the rule. Because they both denied it, and they don't have any inter- evidence. Well, they didn't go back and read lips or anything? Uh, I'm sure they did. It's a great question also. But they just, I mean, they, all they can do is say hearsay. Yeah. So there's nothing they can do about it. That very rarely happens because what they do is if they're really interested, the caddy or the player will go look in the bag. While they're hitting, they go look in the other player's bag. You can do that. That's not. You can root them. around the other guy's equipment? I mean, you can just walk over there and look in his bag and see, okay, he's hitting a 7-iron. You don't, but you can't ask, but you can go look. Did you ever do that when you caddied on the LPG? I did once. Too? She said, go see, what, go see what she's hitting. And so you look and see what club's missing. I just walked over by the other caddy and kind of sit there and I looked in the bag. I said, 8-iron. Because the 8-iron wasn't in the bag. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's hitting the 8-iron. Right. Man, Brandle, his tweet was hilarious, though. Did you see the one was about... Don't follow, I'm just not on Twitter that Bob much. Hogan... Was, I, I for, was, he, was he worked up about? Oh, it, it, talking about integrity of the game, how Bob Hogan or one of the pl- old school... Bob Hogan, Doug ben Ben's Hogan. brother. Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, that Ben Hogan would call it, penalties on himself all the time and he oh. misses the integrity of the game. Oh, it's like, that That makes me sick to my stomach yeah. that guy cared this much. Randall Chambly tweeted that? Yeah, he Bobby tweeted. Jo- okay, Bobby, Bobby Jones, Jones was known sorry. to, oh, well, this, well, he hates Kepka. Yeah, true. There's, there's true. these little dynamics that go on. Uh, Bobby Jones was known to have called penalties on himself that cost him majors. There's a reason the highest honor given by the USGA is the Bobby Jones Award. I think he would have been disappointed today. Oh, no. Like that, Doug? We don't want to disappoint Bobby Jones. <laughs> Bobby, what? No. I've got to get Bobby Jones on. That's well, he's been or Bob Hogan. Years. Is Bob available? I know Ben's years. no longer with us, but is Bob with us? There, there was a player, I, it was a couple years ago, and I cannot remember his name. It was the U.S. Amateur, actually. Sepp Straka. The bastard. No. I think I think he was down. I think he was down a stroke or down one hole going to eighteen, and his ball moved, and he called a penalty on himself and lost the hole, lost the match. It was the it finals because too. Because he hit it. No, he he, he addressed it. the ball behind it, but then it moved. Now that's not a penalty. I think he can move it back to where it was. It shouldn't be a penalty if you didn't hit the ball. Now, Doug, honestly though, and you have to be honest, would you call a penalty on yourself if no one else saw it? Probably not. <laughs> I did, not. I did one time no. in, a, in a tournament I was playing at Spencer T. Oh, well, you're Mr. Integrity. <laughs> no, I brought the, Spencer T. I was in a sand trap, and I bought the club back, and I touched the sand. And I called it on myself. I said, I touched the sand on the way back. That's a ridiculous pitch. It is too. a ridiculous You're not helping yourself by hitting sand on the way back, but no. you're not building a little bed like Pat, Patrick Reed did. Reed. Uh, Bobby Jones was the epitome of sportsmanship and also is credited for establishing the first Tushy booth at Amen Corners. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you know he built the first it Tushy go, it booth? It often goes Where unreported. Where is that? Is that like off of 12? It's underground. <laughs> it's tushy underground tushy yeah. The media didn't report things like that back then. That's why Babe Ruth got away with everything, too. Tim, how about Morikawa cheating? Uh, so the Colin Morikawa thing... Uh, social media erupted Thursday when a clip of Colin Morikawa went viral and viewers swiftly accused him of cheating, but it might not be that simple. TV cameras showed Morikawa appearing to move his ball to a new location on the number six green. 
During Thursday's first round of the Masters, armchair rules interpreters were quick to point out that something looked fishy. Quote, I need a rules official to weigh in on what Morikawa was doing here. One Twitter account called Live Golf Dates. Live Jesus. God, one Twitter account. Uh, but with more context and an extended look at Morikawa preparing for his putt, the incident was not as some initially thought. Uh, as it turns out, the extended version of the clip showed Morikawa's ball appeared to move involuntarily after it had been marked. Morikawa then looks toward his playing partner before crouching down and replacing his ball before marking it again. Morikawa appeared to be checking with his playing partner to make sure he was following regulations, and a quick look through the rule book suggests he was in the right. Uh, according to the rule, a ball that was moved must be replaced to the original location, which it appears Morikawa tried to do. Um, and then it goes into what the full rule is. Uh, there are two specific rules for a ball or ball marker that moves on the putting green. Number one, no penalty for accidentally causing ball to move. There is no penalty if the player opponent or another player in stroke play accidentally moves the player's ball or ball marker on the putting green. The player must replace the ball in its original spot or place a ball marker to mark that original spot. The exception is the ball must be played as it lies when the ball begins to move during the backswing or stroke and the stroke is made. Uh, and then number two, when to replace the ball moved by natural forces, if the natural forces cause a player's ball in the putting green to move, where the player must play from next depends on whether the ball had already been lifted and replaced on its original spot. So anyway, the ball moved, and that was what happened, but the way that the person who got the clip go that went viral edited it did not include that, and so then it became Colin Morikawa's uh, cheating. And they got a whole article out of it. Don't you know there's a bunch of hall monitors watching these games at home now, oh, watching yeah. these matches, just waiting for a possible rules violation to try <laughs> to be the hero to call it out? Did they change that to where they can't have somebody call in to they the... They did. They did. It's crazy that you would even yeah. think of trying to do that. I'd like to know where they get the number. People would say they called the truck and told them, where are you getting number to the <laughs> CBS truck <laughs> to call in and say, hey, that I think that, he, that ball moved. And he, where, where are you getting the number? It's not listed anywhere. Guys, I wonder if Jim Nicholas and Aaron Palmer ever called penalties on <laughs> yeah. themselves when playing match play back in the 70s. Mm. Also, it sounds like someone is having an asthma attack into the microphone with Who's, the constant wheezing this morning. Wheezing? Doug, that's Nathan from the east side of Alton. I can't speak to his wheezing. I can just tell you who texted yeah. him, and that's Nathan, who's oftentimes uh, a critic of the program. Yeah, I don't hear the wheezing. No, either does he, but he likes to bring oh. that up every time. Okay. Going to new studios, going to bring it up again. Just... You're down a little bit now, aren't you? No, I'm just, I'm just, find some new material, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't let him get you down. He's not getting me down. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to sip my coffee extra loud today. Okay, let's hear. Take a listen, Doug. <laughs> it's oh, like Susie Green, curb your enthusiasm. It's the lip smack that's so hideous. You can ah. text in your thoughts on the lip smack being so hideous to the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Engineer Design Facilities is moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. Contact the EDF Group. Email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. If a listener wants to contact the EDF Group, all they have to do is email fire at theedfgroup.com or they can go to the new website, theedfgroup.com, and fill out the form at the bottom of the website. It's EDF, the EDF Group, sponsor of our text inbox here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. And Doug, I just mentioned it's the Ryan Kelly Morning After, and that's because he's their title sponsor. What he is, he's the home loan expert. So yes. if you're looking for a home and you're going to need a loan, this is where you go. It makes sense. The home loan expert. It's been a difficult market in recent uh, months and recent years, but interest rates are now coming down. As Ryan told us, they're now in the fives. That's about two points lower than they were just a short while ago. So go ahead. If you see that house that you like, go ahead and buy it. Let Ryan and his team show you how to make the payments as low as possible. With inflation here, people are taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, leverage your equity. Put that equity to work in your home with a simple cash-out refinance. I've done two cash-out refinances with Ryan Kelly. Thank you very much. Pay off anything you want. Maybe those credit cards. The average credit card interest rate right now is more than 24%. It's the highest it's been in over 30 years. 
With inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. Put your equity to work for you with a simple cash-out refi. The average home loan expert receives more than $54,000 cash-out on their refinance. That's a big chunk of money that you can pay off that credit card debt with. Hopefully, hopefully you're not more than $54,000 in credit card debt, but even if you are. What if I want a cigarette boat to have at the lake for Memorial Day weekend? You could have it. You could have it. Do whatever you want with that equity. I guess you could get a cigarette boat for $54,000, probably, in the neighborhood. Yeah. So forget about paying off credit card debt. What Ryan is suggesting is you buy yourself a cigarette boat for the Lake of the Ozarks <laughs> this saying. summer. Memorial Day weekend in particular. Cash out, refinance. Yes, you can have your boat, and you can have it by the time the weather gets warm enough. That's the homeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Morgan. There he is. Hey, guys, it's a good thing that you are now no longer on AM radio. Good thing the show is on HD2 now. And this person sent a link. I was not familiar with this story. Uh, Ford Motor Company will be dropping AM radio from all new vehicles they produce. Why? How about that? So you can't listen to a Cardinal game? Uh, well, uh, I believe that there is some HD thing. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. Well, what's it's not a Hubbard stage anyway, so it's not my job to talk about whatever they're doing. No. But, but uh, what would be the upside in that? Uh, let's see. Ford Motor Company says, somebody just sent me the link. I, I, I wasn't familiar with it. Ford to drop AM radio from all new consumer vehicles. Ford Motor Company says they plan to end the use of AM radios in their gas and electric consumer vehicles starting next year. The company confirmed its plans to the Detroit Free Press. Quote, we are transitioning from AM radio for most new and updated 2024 models. A majority of United States AM stations, as well as a number of countries and automakers globally, are modernizing radio by offering internet streaming through mobile apps, FM, digital, and satellite radio options. Ford will continue to offer these alternatives for customers to hear their favorite AM radio music news and podcasts as we remove amplitude modulation. Ah, the definition of AM. I never knew yes. that. Uh -huh. From most new and updated models we bring to market. The Ford, the Ford spokesperson told the Detroit Free Press that commercial vehicles will not be affected due to language within a long-standing contract. Uh, earlier this month, New Jersey Representative Josh, Doug, is it Gottheimer? Yeah, it's Gottheimer. Wrote to all major manufacturers asking them to reconsider their decision, saying AM radio is the backbone behind the country's national public warning system. That is, that is correct. That's why KMOX is 50,000 watts. They, they had a bunch of stations all over the country strategically placed with big signals so that if they needed to get an emergency watch out to the whole country, they could call five or six stations instead of 500 stations, and they could carry, cover almost the entire country with the warning. That's what that was all about. And KMWX was one of those stations that was supposed to alert the entire Midwest. Why you would want to do that just to anger people? Well, I don't think I don't that's get the it. reason. The, they, they don't they think really, they're but going they to. But they didn't really give a reason in that article. They don't not, think not they're going to gonna anger they people. Ford's made some huge mistakes in the past. Ever drive a Maverick? <clears throat> yeah, I had one. My Ford sister, Maverick? My sister had one. Oh, God. What was the deal with the Maverick, bro? <laughs> Just horrendous car. <laughs> we had that growing up. It's one of my dad's company cars. Oh, my oh is that right? Yes. Huff. FM stations don't have a, a monthly test that goes off. It's, you know, not about, it's not about testing your signal. It's about having But the emergency broadcast stations. system, that's a test in case they ever need it. But they don't FM do have that? Yeah, but they can't reach the amount of people that station with a 50,000 well, watt. Most FMs have 100,000. Well, I guess they still, nonetheless, they don't have the reach that some of these powerful AM stations have. Doug, this Ford Maverick from like 1970 looks pretty sweet. It wasn't sweet. They weren't bad looking. They just, they're kind of like lemons. Uh, from the 618, there is an issue with AM radios and some electric cars. There's some interference issues. That's from the 618. I've never heard that. That, that would know. make more sense to me, that it's getting yeah, in the way of reason. electric car. You wouldn't just want to anger a bunch of the population. I like a simple radio. I don't, I don't want to have to look down off the, off the road for 15 seconds to tune the radio station. A lot of them now. You gotta you gotta swipe this way and swipe that way and go searching for the station. I just I want to be able to do it without looking. Yeah, like the old days, the Maverick had push buttons. Yeah, and the Pinto that would blow up if you ever got <laughs> rear-ended. Uh, Todd Reesing says uh, the new batteries that they put in electric cars block the AM signal. Uh, so that's what Todd Reesing says. And then Eric in the Central West End, who I know works in the automotive industry. Says with the market shifting to electric vehicles, electric vehicles are not able to KM carry the AM frequency. Huh. Well, there, I guess there's the reason. How come that wasn't covered in the article about it? You would think that they were having 
Teslas do not have AM radio. That's from Junior, the juice man. So if you wanted to listen to a Cardinal game, you'd have to stream it? Uh, the Cardinals are on a different station that's on FM as well. You suppose that's why they're doing that? Must be. Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But aren't there other companies doing electric cars that haven't done that? Like Chevy and... I don't know. Ford just might be the first one, and that's yeah. why it's getting national attention. But I, I hadn't heard of it until this gentleman texted in. Luckily, we went to HD, too. That's right. Yeah. Not our problem. <laughs> no one can hear us at all. <laughs> Ever. Uh, hey, Tim, I retrofitted. Nice read on my part. Hey, Tim, I retrofitted our fleet of service trucks with HD2 simply because you and you alone spearheaded a change from AM to HD2. Doug, that's from my member guest partner, the Warson Woods Wacko, oh, who is I thought Iggy was your member guest partner. No, no, no. This is, in a, this is in a different uh, oh. establishment. You upgraded? Uh, this is, I, I was, I was Sorry, the invitee. Oh. I'm, I'm the 2023 member guest whore. Oh. I'll be Ooh. playing in member guests. I've already played in one, played horribly. I doubt I'll be invited back to that one. No. Um, and uh, yeah, I've got uh, another one coming up. So I'll, I'll, I'll show up at anybody's member guest. And, I'll, I'm, and right now, as a five, Doug, I'm a value play. Kind of like when we saw Brooks Kepka at 7,600. Said, hey, he might be terrible, but he's one of the only guys in the sevens who can actually win the Masties. So you gotta, you got you to gotta allocate some, some dollars to him, you know? Oh, okay. A buddy of mine put a decent amount of money on him, and I think he was plus 10,000 to win, Iggy. Isn't that kind of nuts? I think yeah. people allowed a motion on live yeah, to frame how they played – what it was strategic uh, when it comes to daily fantasy and betting. I really do. And I, and, I, and I saw that as an advantage, which is one of the reasons why I put Nah on there, in addition to a lot of P. Reed, who I don't like. Uh, but, you know, Kepka, Dustin Johnson, I feel like there's another one. Oh, Cam Smith. I, 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 watching Cam Smith's interview, I just felt like he knew he wasn't right, and that's why I didn't play Cam Smith. I faded him. But um, Doug never let a motion get in the way of business. Of selecting your DraftKings golf team. <laughs> okay. I know a lot of people don't watch live golf, but I did watch it last week. And if you believe what he said, you have no problem playing him. He said, look, he told Greg Norman, he goes, I'm back. He said, I have no pain anymore. I can swing the club freely. I don't worry about anything. Uh, I'm 100% pain-free, which I hadn't been for a long time. And he looked, looked yesterday, looked just like it. I mean, looked like the old Brooks Kepper yesterday. So if you watched it and believe that I'm 100%, I don't have any more pain. The injuries are healed. I'm good to go. Um, and that's the Brooks Kepper we're used to seeing. He hit 15 out of 18 greens yesterday, and one of the ones he missed and one of his only bogeys was on the back nine on, that was it on 13? I, I don't know. I didn't see it. 15. I think it was on 13 where he, uh, from that new tee box, which you have been very critical of on your blog. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> he tried to cut that corner and he pulled the drive and he wound up bogeying it. Uh, but otherwise, 15 of 18 greens in regulation, which you're going to want to keep an eye on here over the next three or four days, whenever this thing is completed, is watching those greens and regulation numbers drop down and the importance of the short game and also the importance of carry off the tee. And so whether that will benefit a player like Spieth and his ridiculous short game, uh, or Cameron Young and his ridiculous carry. Is it going to be enough for Rory McIlroy, who obviously is once again behind the eight ball after the first round? Uh, Plowhawks guy, Rory, is even par, meaning he's seven back. It's one thing if you're seven back a one guy, especially if it would have been Hovland, who's had a little bit of Tony Finau, Ricky Fowler situations on Sundays. Um, when you have Kepka and Rom, both of whom are killers, uh, that's a different deal than Hovland, and Hovland's struggles uh, around the green, at least relative to his strokes gain numbers. So uh, th that is going to be real. Rory is going to have to go off and go mid sixties, but he is a he is a, is he an early tea? Yeah, he's an early tea time today, so that's good for him. Yeah, because he'll be out there before the weather's supposed to move in into Augusta this afternoon. And Doug, I'll take a look at the forecast for you. Okay. Uh, in Augusta, is this a, this must be Augusta, Missouri? Because I think it's going to be in the 40s tomorrow. Uh, no, this is Augusta. Okay, so it's just going to drop, and it's just going to be raining supposedly 50-plus percent all afternoon. 
And then tomorrow, a high of 52, low of 48 with 100% chance of rain. I think they might just try to get 36 holes in on Sunday because they don't want to have a Monday finish. They have not had a Monday finish since 1983. I mean, that's... What are we talking, 40 years? Well, that's if they get today in, if it doesn't start raining this afternoon. Well, guys are on the course now, but, yeah, you're right. And, and that is a course, you know, if you recall, when Tiger won, he had uh, he had two other guys with him. You know, usually it's a two-man pairing, but in order to get that thing in, they started early in the morning. Remember that? And so he won, like, at 1 in the afternoon as opposed to 5 or 6 in the afternoon. So it's a different set of circumstances. They will do whatever they can to get it done on Sunday. They do not want this to end on Monday, but tomorrow is a mess. And the cold is really a, a factor. Plus, there's 25-mile-an-hour gusts that are forecast as well. So, I mean, this, this, this thing is anarchy. If you want to throw just long-shot bets, this is a great year to do it because all hell could break loose. At the same time, if John Rahm or Brooks Koepka continue to strike the ball like they have, conditions be damned, I don't know if anybody can realistically realistically catch them. If John Rahm is on and he's already a couple strokes up on the field, minus Koepka and Hovland, you know, who's going to chase him down? I mean, the man shot seven under after four-putting the first green for a double bogey. Yeah. Normally, he would just he would have been pissed off for four or five holes. But he said afterwards, he goes, yeah. Well, he said, I, I hit three good putts. I just didn't go in. He said that was the speed was fine. He says, I had the read right. He said, I just, they were good putts. If they'd have been terrible putts, then I'd have been a little upset and worried that what's going on here. He said, but I hit the putts like I wanted to, so I wasn't worried about anything. Uh, Tim, when you play in that member guest with the Warson Woods Wacko, just make sure you lock your doors when you go to that club. That's from Mr. Lex. Oh, Boy, Doug, is that known as careful. a... Careful, yeah. Didn't know that that was known as a bad area. I think you would lock your doors at any club, though, wouldn't you? You ever go anywhere and not lock the doors now? No. Anywhere at all? That's just not the way that it is. No, no. Except my old car, I just leave it unlocked with the keys in it. With, with hopes of... Just hopes of my ticket. Burglary. <laughs> put, a, put a sign on there, take. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tim, are you more of the Lana Rhodes of member guest players or Jenna Jameson? That's from the 314. Doug, I don't know what that means, but I guess you Are do. you tatted up? I, I have no ink. Well, I guess you're not Jenna Jameson, I right? I don't think Jenna's got a lot of tats, does she? Oh, she I has that heartbreaker tattoo on her ass. Ah! And then didn't Lana Rhodes have, like, cherries Strawb- on her ass? She had a strawberry, strawberry in her ass. <laughs> and then didn't she, like... She did something to a strawberry. Yeah, didn't she? She either inserted the strawberry. Oh, or the ah. strawberry came. Well, I guess it had to eventually come out anyway. Ah, I don't know if that was captured on video. Uh, yeah, Jackson, you know the information. Oh, I was just asking if that would be splashing. Oh, I'm asking. Uh, you know, it was covered on Biffin yeah. show. Uh, I'm an expert. I don't think it's splashing because she she didn't like roll around in it. I think she put it somewhere. You have to roll around in the food. Yeah, oh. you got to play with Pretty it. Pretty vile. Yeah, you got to play with it. Like, would, like, sitting on a pie be a splash? Yeah, that's a splash. Ah. I think that's right, Jackson. All right. That's got to be just oh. begging for some sort of infection. Who, yeah, that's why uh, get infected by every girl that Biff asked that to <laughs> said, said we, we stay away from the uh, sweets because of the infections. Yeah, you got to get sugar up in there? Yeah. Be, you get a sugar infection? Yeah, it'd be a yeast infection, I think. Uh, KG in O-Town, who will be with us for two weeks, uh, says, and I don't think I can say this word, even though you're using the past tense of the S word. I'm going to err on the side of caution, so I will uh, edit on the fly. She crapped out a strawberry. The video seems to have been scrubbed, so I'm told. Hopefully, That's from KG in hopefully it was. How sick are these people? Yeah. I mean, how utterly sick are they? We don't kink shame, Doug. I, knew. I right. do. I absolutely do. And they deserve the pattern <laughs> to be shamed. Yeah, I knew what she did, but I wasn't going to say it because it's gross, and I don't know why she did it. Cause... What are we talking about? Lana? Yeah. I mean, so just, you did know that she crapped out. Yeah, a I didn't know how to say it. I, I said she. Oh. I said she. <laughs> I don't know. 
but I just don't. <laughs> That's how Jackie handled it. <laughs> I, it's, it was gross. I don't she know sealed up. Oh. And then she, ah, that was so much fun. I'm gonna put a strawberry on my ass. That's her. <laughs> that's people. her tattoo. Sick, sickos. Uh, God, thank the engineer that gave us the plowsy Twitter cam, so we know what to monitor his account for a hot take. Doug, that's from Uncle Cucker. What does that mean? I, I don't There's know. Like their, the camera, so your camera on YouTube. You can see your hot takes go up. I guess, yeah, my, my computer is... I thought you didn't want your monitor on there. At this point, I don't care your anymore. Camera's still, <laughs> your camera's way off. What, what, what do you mean? Guys. All right, I'm coming it, in. Your head's barely Yeah, you shot. are. You're, you're what we call in the television industry the lower third. Yeah. Iggy's perfectly centered. Doug is perfectly centered. I'm kind of on a wide angle versus uh, Doug. The and eye, Hawk, you're like in the lower third. The eyes of the subject are supposed to be two-thirds of the way up the screen. KOMU, brother. Dude, I I gotta tell you this. One time I'm doing. I knew I didn't want to do TV or camera work, but in college you had to do it. Well, sure. And so I was doing like, you know, just some natural beauty of the campus on the rooftop of our journalism building. Uh And for 20 minutes it was all black. I couldn't see anything, and it was a beautiful day. So I called my professor up. And the lens cap was still on. I'm not oh, kidding. God. That, what happened to you with your old interview? By the way, I'm a senior at this point. <laughs> Very much so involved yeah. in the day-to-day. No, That's beautiful. Let me hey, see my where we got is it. Jackson already made pops. a change? Still too low. Still too low. Where I would agree up? with that. It's too low. Two-thirds of the way up. Can you tighten on me? Because the ladies want to use their Hitachi Magic Wand to my baby blues and fantasize of the work I can do. You want a tire shot on you? That's what the ladies want. Can you imagine Lower? if listeners Lower? had to keep... Well, too fat to kayaks in the chat. If you had the capability of, like, zooming in, like, like as listeners would, oh. It's hot. I like the way we That's look. That's better. It's I not like high the way enough, we feel. It's better. Yeah, we're making strides here today. I think there's a lot of buzz about this show now in the community. Yeah, well. Oh, I look mean, at Jackson. There's another. See, uh, this looks good, right? Yeah, that looks good. Now, you Paul, do watch TV at times, right? You ever see someone's head right at the bottom of the frame? <laughs> do you ever not see I that do. anywhere? Uh, Keisha Gray did a scene with seven other guys, and her head was at the ah. bottom of the frame. And then it like, kind of bob up like she was like a buoy. I think that would be hilarious <laughs> to try that on a newscast where you're just seeing like just, just the head. breast and bones. Everything else is head <laughs> if you, you would watch KMU weekend newscast, you'd see a lot of lower third appearances. Jackson again. I'd love to see like okay. the boom mics and like the, the you know the lights. Yeah. How much more do you want this town? Man? Well, it, it should go another inch or two, probably. Oh. His eyes right now are in the middle of the screen. He should be in the top. His eyes should be in the top third of the screen. Well, you talking about mine? Because I have a lopsided head, so one of my eyes could be in the top third, and the other oh. one could be in like the middle. It's a mess. Can you imagine we, can, we just can't center this guy? We can't guy. center this guy. His head's too effing lopsided. We could, I, I suppose, raise the chair. I can't. I'm can't already chair. sitting on yeah. three phone books. Oh, Ooh, yeah, I am tighter now. Oh, look at yeah. the zoom in. That's better. Oh, hey, diddle, diddle in the central corridor, ladies. Mm. Right after you get back from the Starbucks in Frontenac with those white Range Rovers and you get the fillers, it's time to play hey, diddle, diddle. Mm. Sunglasses on, even though it's like overcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Lululemon and a Hitachi Magic Wand, mm. and the morning is ready. Uh, let's see what we got here. Get off your damn phone, Iggy. That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Iggy <laughs> just did like he was the Fonz. Like, hey. That's what every soccer player does constantly raising both arms to what? Call it. What's that? Or every that. player. Uh huh. <laughs> Speaking of Fonz, that shirt never went over, did it? <laughs> TM- that TMA. I forgot. No. I, think that, I think it would have been perfect. Yeah. It's a summer shirt, so I think we could make that this year. The show is too old for most people to know the reference, I think. So? <laughs> well, so is a big, we bring it big back. item. We bring Whoa. it back. TMA. Imagine peacocking around with a that shirt at a mm. private club. Well, you're talking about <laughs> a show that was on in the early 70s, right? We're going back 50 years. Is it early 70s? I thought it was late 70s. Yeah, it was early 70s. Everybody knows the Fonz. Early to mid seventies. <laughs> Hank Wingler's still acting. I can't believe yeah. he was the Fonz. So he was. The, did the ladies love his style? Because he kind of yeah. seems like a, he was a greaser. You know. The I know, but I know the wearing. show they did. But like in real life, he's a very down to earth, oh, yeah. seemingly completely different right. type of person right. than that character. He's interviewed him. Now. He's a big Gaga yeah. fan as well. So you interviewed Henry Winkler and talked to Lady Gaga. Yeah. Oh God Almighty! It's like Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, I don't know what we were... I think we were talking about when I met her or something. 
That's you got an interview with Henry Winkler and began talking about how you met Lady Gaga. I want no part of your pursuit of Gaga. I don't care who I talk to. I'm always making it about myself. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's that much is true. Uh, he was a very nice guy. He was very uh, Seems he's like very it. down to earth. Yeah. Well, there is a new leader at Augusta National, and he is a member of the Live Golf no Tour, way. presented to you by Darren Atkins. His name is Brooks Kepka, and he is one under par today after birdieing the second golf hole, Doug, and he is eight under. Brooks Kepka, your leader at Augusta National. Mm-hmm. And the Phil dude Mickelson looked- is one under, and he's two under for the tournament. Oh, I hope he wins. Kepka looked locked in yesterday. Like, oh, his I mean, it was he's striking. Yeah, he's a beast. Sick. Man. Him and Rom, man. That's a. Uh, that could Man. be one hell of a show. Didn't Freddie end up uh, one under yesterday? Uh, couples was one under, yeah. yeah. You see that he didn't yell four, that video going around? No, I didn't see it. He couples? completely shanked it right and knew it was going into a heaping crowd of people yeah. and just turned around and didn't say four, and people were pissed about it. I thought it was kind of funny looking at like the video of it. Yeah. He just almost purposefully didn't say four. I wonder if fans should wear helmets. You just got to have head on a swivel. I, I realize yelling four is... It, very common, and you should. But what usually happens is people then turn around and look up, like what? Which oh, is I'm, the exact opposite of what I'm you in cover do. mode. I'm in cover mode. You go down when you. I, I, I usually don't go down. I would have Whoa! my head covered. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you get a free glove out of an autographed glove if it hits you. I want more than that. I, yeah, Give me your nine iron right now. <laughs> Take a golf ball to the orbital bone. I don't want a glove in return. <laughs> Good morning. I listen to the program for the bleeding edge of pop culture takes and references. This region is lousy with Fonzie t-shirts. That's from mm. Kevin's brother Jack, and then his last name is Demoff. How about that, Doug? Is this region lousy with Henry Winkler? <laughs> he's great in Barry. You guys should watch Barry. Yeah, I think he won an uh, Emmy for that. Yeah, he's really good in He's that. so good in uh, Waterboy. Yeah, he was the head coach, wasn't he? Head coach, man. Uh, Mr. Lick says, and Brooks didn't even cheat yesterday either, unlike the PGA Tour players. That's from Mr. Licks. He is Mm. a big uh, live guy, Mr. Licks. This would be huge for the Plowhawk and Mr. Licks, Doug. Sure would. If uh, Brooks Kepka or a live player could win. I'd like to see him win. I'd be entertained by it. That's what I said at the beginning of the week. I said, Plowhawk and I are united on this. Uh, It would be entertaining if a live player won. The thing with Kepka is, I think, unlike a... Preed or Sergio, uh, I, I, I don't think people necessarily, uh, on the tour, I think fans may dislike Kepka, but I think on the tour, they're fine with him. You know, like Rory and him played a practice round a couple days ago. And also, he's won four majors, so his game is respected. Um, so. Wouldn't you love to see Kepka beat Rom and see Brandel Chambly oh disintegrate just like Iggy's car did uh, on the if highway? Kepka, if oh, if sure Kepka beat Rory, Wheels fell off that the would axles. be. I mean, again, it, it, Phil Mickelson. I mean, Phil Mickelson. He birdied one, yeah. so therefore he's very likely. He should anyway. He birdied two yesterday after like hitting it. He hit driver off the deck from the pine needles on a par five on a second shot. Driver off the deck from the pine needles. And got it within and, about and 50 hit, yards. And, and, and that's exactly right. And he hit 223 or 233 yards yeah. off the deck from the pine needles through a window and then got up and down for birdie. I mean, he just – he was a little more alive yesterday. He was sad. And he's talked about how he's lost 25 pounds. And, uh, he's, and he was asked how, and he said, I just don't eat anymore. There's a good answer. Yeah, I'll do you, it. You, you, you maintain the weight, but you <laughs> eat more than anybody. Very true. Yeah, Mickelson looked good yesterday. Now, why do you say it in that way? I'm just saying I like that. I at least want a lot of the live players to make the weekend. Now, yeah. I don't want it to be live heavy up top. I'd like to have, you know, Rom or Rory in there against a live player just because it's so divided, you know, and I, I think that'd be fun. Rory's going to have to mount a big Sunday charge to be relevant, yeah. and uh, he'll have the opportunity going out this morning, this afternoon. You might have the guys who finished yesterday morning not play again, possibly until Sunday. I mean, that, that's a possibility. If the rain is rough this afternoon and if they just call off tomorrow, uh, that means guys would have finished around noon and then not tee off again until Sunday. And uh, that's, a, that's a possibility. I don't know if it's a probability, but it's a, it's a possibility. Kepka literally cheated, Licks. Did you not see the story about his caddy telling Woodland's caddy what he hit into 15 before Woodland's shot? That's illegal. That's from the horny banker. Mm-hmm. But it it doesn't. Se- it seems like the only people that care about it are fans. Like obviously Woodland and his caddy are denying it. I don't really see any players, other players coming out about it. 
Morikawa well, didn't cheat. Since it's a two-stroke penalty, well, Morikawa didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. Like, none of that happened. Kapka and his caddy, they, by the letter of the law, did cheat. But the weird thing that and Paul McGinley, who, again, I realize he's not a household name for probably 90% of the audience, but he captained the Ryder Cup team for uh, Europe in 14, I think. I think he beat Furyk in the Ryder Cup. Uh, when the, the Europe beat the U.S. in, in 2002 and uh, clinched the Ryder Cup for him. He was saying last night at Golf Channel, he goes, it's an awkward situation. He goes, but the truth is everybody does it. He goes, now, he goes, I know it's a rule. He goes, but everybody does it. And so that's why this is a weird spot. He goes, now, maybe this getting this much attention and the fact that it happened at Augusta and he obviously told him it was a five iron, maybe now people will enforce the rule. But I don't think that they wanted to penalize Brooks Kapka two strokes, which could seriously be substantial along the way with this thing if, uh, if it's something that everybody does. So See, I, I don't, I don't get him important. saying that, though. I mean, he would know he, he's a player. But if everybody does it, then you, you would think somebody would say something, say it's a penalty. You ask me what I hit, that's a penalty. It's, you never hear it called. Well, if it happens all the time. So if Kapka were to admit it, then he would have lost two strokes. Yeah, but I don't know why. When he says we do it all the time. McGinley said that. Yeah, but I... What's the penalty? Asking what he hit or, or telling what you hit? Uh, telling. No. No, if you ask, it's a penalty. I think a player can hit. A player can take a shot and go, God, I probably shouldn't hit that five iron. That's not a penalty. I wouldn't think so. No, but if a player asks, what did you hit? Or a caddy asks, what did he hit? That's the penalty. Just but, the asking. But it's not a penalty and look to, in the oppo- – like you said, Iggy, look in the opposing player's bag. No, you can do that. But uh, – oh. Okay. <laughs> are, 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 we, are we, you know, splitting hairs here with yes. that rule? Yeah, so you can right. look in the bag and see what club is missing, but you can't simply skip a step and act the caddy mm-hmm. what – I don't know. It seems a little petty. Yeah, it's, advice. Call it. it's advice. It's advice. Yeah, yeah it really doesn't yeah. make any sense. You're allowed to do that, but you can't ask. It's easier to ask than go look in somebody's bag. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Licks has just responded. <laughs> the horny banker sounds like Mr. Licks and horny banker might be a new war. Oh. Uh, and he wrote in caps, Doug. So should that mean I should I scream? Yeah, it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about moving your ball on the green, you PGA fanboy. Why don't you go suck Jay Monahan's fat? Ah, uh, Jay Monahan isn't really heavy, uh, is he? Uh, I don't know fat. what he looks like. Well, who's who's calling who out because it wasn't a penalty? Horny Banker. Horny Banker is calling out Mr. Licks and the Live Tour. I'm glad they didn't call a two-stroke penalty. Now, it seemed like it doesn't matter. It looked like Kepka just is a... I, now that I'm aware, I, for number one, I wasn't aware it was a penalty until I was driving home last night from the Blues game. And then number two, when I got back to my place and was watching live from... Uh, the Masters and, and saw McGinley and it was kind of awkward for him. He goes, "Listen, he goes hand. He goes, if you asked every caddy hand over their heart whether or not they have told another caddy what their player just hit, he goes, there's not one caddy out there who would say that they haven't done that. He goes, it's just common. He goes, now we know it's breaking the rules, but it's a different version of breaking the rules than moving your ball and you know. He goes, so it's a weird spot. He goes, now if they really want to start calling it, then guys will stop doing it, but they haven't ever called it. No, and. The only way I knew, the only way I knew it was a penalty is it happened once uh, on the LPJ when I was caddying, and it was just, it was, we were playing, I forgot who we were playing. When you're caddying for the lower echelon of the LPJ who don't have their own caddies, uh, usually playing with other players who don't have caddies, um, at least the first two rounds. And we were playing against uh, somebody whose caddy was like one of the members' kids, and uh, came over and asked me, What did she hit? And Erica heard it, and Erica said, you can't ask that. That's a, I'm not going to say anything, but it's a penalty, so just so you know, you can't ask that. I had never heard that. That's the only way I knew, because she I said I had never heard because I was yeah. BS with guys. Because I know that, at least historically, Jackson and I will play all the time, because I'm in awe of how Jack, Jackson will be hitting the ball further soon, properly, I guess would be the better way to say it. But we'll always talk about it. But if you're in a real competition, yeah. it's a penalty. I, I guess theoretically it's a penalty. I don't know. I don't know when these things are usually, you know, the white stakes are the white stakes, whether you're playing a competition or you're, you know, just I, out I there keeping a score. I don't think that should be a penalty at all. Me either. The, 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 the telling the. Yeah. In baseball, you're going to say, what, is he swinging a 33-inch batter, 34-inch? Wow, that's going to give it away. I, I agree with you. Now, by the letter of the law, it is a rule as of right now, but I agree with you guys. Uh, listen up, St. Louis. The Kawasaki Good Times Demo Tour is coming to big St. Charles Motorsports a week from today and next Saturday, April 15th. The Good Times Demo Tour is bringing its semi with over a dozen different demo models for you to test ride. 
Find out which Kawasaki is right for you. In addition to the factory incentives, every demo rider is eligible for Kawi Cash, which could save you up to $500. To ride, you must be 18 years of age, have proof of a valid motorcycle endorsement, and pass a breathalyzer. Be sure to bring your riding gear, helmets, glasses, jacket, pants, gloves, closed-toed shoes. For full event details, check out the Big St. Charles Motorsports Facebook page. Don't miss out on this free event. Mark your calendars, and we'll see you April 14th and April 15th. Contact dealer for details for your safety. Read the owner's manual. Wear a helmet and eye protection. On incentives and rebates, model and year exclusions apply. Subject to change without notice. Offer available on approved purchases of select new unregistered Kawasaki vehicles. Offer valid for a limited time only. Kawasaki Motors Corp. USA does not offer or extend credit and does not review or make any determination of the credit worthiness of other qualifications of any applicant for credit. Big St. Charles Motorsports. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Go online right now and you will see 309 five-star reviews for James Carlton and the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Uh, this one was written by Greg Place three months ago. He wrote, uh, it's been the most helpful support system working with me at State Farm. Whether it's my car, my property, or quick question, she has me covered the whole way. I'm quick to recommend James Carlton State Farm due to Stephanie and really hope she gets the appreciation she deserves. You're on the nice list every year, Stephanie. Thank you. That is from Greg Place. Stephanie is one of the many people who work at James Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. He has a large staff to make sure you get the customer service you deserve. There is a difference in insurance agencies. There is. You wouldn't just go to any restaurant. You go to the best restaurant when you want to make sure you take care of yourself and your family. Go to James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling. Email the day the morning after at InsideSTL.com, and we will have that coming your way at 945. We close out the Munganas St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour next on the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.